Joining us in the studio today is Olympic champion Michael Carruth and mixed martial arts head instructor and coach Tony Carrick. Lads, welcome to the big kickoff. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you. Listen, Michael, of course, you participated in one of Ireland's greatest moments and uh, there's not too many people in Ireland that don't remember celebrity jigs and reels. Oh, How was that experience <laughs> for you? It was absolutely fantastic. You know, and I, I danced with a beautiful partner, Dervlet, from, uh, she was actually a lovely girl and... Uh, it was a great, it was actually a very tough uh, program, believe it or not, you know, yeah. you, you all take it for granted that, you know, the Irish dancing is, you know, just da dancing, but it, my God, the work we had to do to put in for those shows was unbelievable, so, uh, a little bit like boxing training or mixed martial arts, if you don't, if you don't work at it, you're not good at it, you Yeah, know, and, so. and what was your basis like, what was your starting point like, was, 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 was it zero was, or was it? Absolutely zero. I finished on zero. <laughs> yeah. so I had no absolutely uh, comprehension of, of, of going any further in the in the tournament. To, but to get to the semi-final, I obviously had a lot of fans out there looking after me. You know what I mean? But uh, it was a great moment. And I've done it for a great cause. I've done it for um, Parkinson's uh, Ireland. You know, so uh, it, was a, it, was, uh, it was a great, great part of my life. What um, did you learn from it? Learned absolutely nothing. Nothing. <laughs> so, that you were limited, maybe? Had a good-looking <laughs> good partner. That was a good partner. Yeah. You know, so. <laughs> um, just on uh, boxing, community boxing, who are you with now at the moment? I'm Drimler Boxing Club. I've been part of Drimler Boxing Club since 1979. I'm now head coach of Drimler and secretary of Drimler Boxing Club. So uh, nearly there every day of my life. You know, my, my wife, you know, the only good thing about my wife is that she, she started going out when we were 18 years old. So she knew what, what it was and she knew what it, what it will be as well because my father passed away six years ago and he was head coach. And it was always probably my destiny to, to take over from him. Yeah. Um, I'd like to think I'm, I'm a, a fraction of a of coach what he was. I believe he, firmly believe he was the greatest coach Ireland's ever seen. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not being biased because I'm his son. But, you know, he's the only guy still to produce an Olympic gold medal male. Okay, so uh, when you look at the high performance and you look at things like that and they're all being paid, this guy wasn't paid, and as, as far as I'm concerned, he had the magic remedy uh, to produce. I didn't produce me, he produced me. You know, and Paul Griffin, a uh, member of our boxing club as well, the year, year previous, won the European Championship. So to win a European in 91 and an Olympic in 92... He wasn't a bad coach. Seems just that. said Griffin. You better throw Ed in there. Somewhere. Well, Ed's there as well. Ed, Ed's <laughs> a great, you know, Ed's a huge part of, of what Luke and, uh, and, you know, Esco Boxing Club is. Yeah. And um, he's always campaigning. He's always getting his, his point out there. And, and rightly so. And he shouldn't really be because, you know, we're the most decorated sport out there. You know, yeah. we've won 16 medals out of 31 Olympic medals, yeah. you know. So uh, it's one of those type of things. I suppose it's like a little bit like Tony, mixed martial arts as well. You know, it's very hard to get sponsorship, yeah. you know, of clubs and things like yeah. that. So yeah. um, Ed, Ed is an absolute pioneer to, you know, to the cause of amateur boxing. And he's, he's, uh, he's going to have to pay me now for this. You know? so, <laughs> but, uh, again, it's like the unsung heroes of, of any sport. Yeah, you're going GAA, you're going soccer, you're going uh, boxing, you're going... Mixed martial arts. Yeah, you go. Any, it's the unsung heroes who would put their time in. Yeah, know? Tony, how do you find the, the sponsorship side of things? With Again, the as Michael said, I mean, at the grassroots, the sponsorship is terrible. Nobody yeah. really wants, especially in Ireland anyway. Nobody really wants to sponsor an up and coming fighter. They'd rather have a finished product. Yeah. So they they're guaranteed a return. But if you don't sponsor 
an up and coming guy, how are you going to get the garden yeah. team? I mean, I, I've traveled the world within mixed martial arts and various things, and I see different countries they support young sports people, but in Ireland, we get nothing. I mean, yeah. literally, I mean, as you say, you're out with your bag and ball every week. I mean, between running gyms, you, you know, you have rates bills, ESB bills, I mean, uh, constant all the time a bill coming in the door before you can reinvest yeah. your training fees back in in guys that are just I mean some guys may be working some guys not working yeah. and I mean, you're constantly putting your time in free one after the other yeah. Which it's great to hear Michael talk about his father because one thing I do believe what's happened in the, we say this era now at the moment the, the glamour is all given to the top guys yeah. and yeah. coaches are just jumping in after other people have put all the work into these guys and they may have moved gyms, they may have moved boxing clubs and other people are taking the, the glory on it and the, the grassroots guy doesn't get anything at the end of the day. He's not even mentioned. Now, it's nice to see him with the, what's happening at the moment where Crumlin are getting a bit of credit yeah. from the early stages of yeah. Connor. Yeah. You know, where they, I mean, if you don't have grassroots gyms, you don't have development because we give the time. People, it, as Michael said there, his father, and now Mike is in the gym, and I know what that is. I'm in the gym seven days a week. We don't earn that now, but we're, we're, we're cleaning the toilets. We're picking up the gloves after everybody. Yes. And, and, yeah. people, and yeah. people think, oh, you, you, when you get out of that gym there, no, you're, you're making a fortune in that gym. Yeah. I mean, you might make a few pounds this week, and next week you're putting it back yeah, in to pay yeah. the rent because nobody turned up to pay yeah. the trainer yeah. fees. Well, so, yes, it's terrible at the moment to try and get any form of sponsorship for, uh, and especially being a combat sport. Yeah. I mean, because certain powers are be in the country, because they're not interested in combat sports, yeah. they, they, they blank it every possible way they can, you know? Yeah, yeah. And that's just my feeling on it anyway, so... We'll talk about funding. The boxing funding was cut, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. After the Olympics, which is... Um, I don't quite understand why, if a sport is so successful and you have a blip, that you cut the funding that's supposed to help... Well, see, that, that's probably what's wrong with Irish sport in general, and, and, and we go the whole spectrum of Irish sport. We're not going to just go mixed martial arts and boxing because uh, a, lot of, a lot of other sports would have been cut as well. Um, you know, we, 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 after we've been cut, Joe Ward goes and wins the European title. Yeah. After we were cut, uh, Michaela uh, Waltz wins the European EU championships, yeah. and, and Kelly Harrington finishes uh, silver. You know? yeah. So. You know, you look at any other sport, and I mean, you know, let's go to the, you know the upper excellence of life, and you look at the the athletics and things like that. If we you came home with a European, two European golds and one silver, you know, we, they'd be still parading down the road. Yeah, of course you would, yeah. yeah. Now boxing, we produced that in the last three months. You know, are uh, we taking it for granted? Of course, we're taking it for granted. Yeah. We, we, you know, listen, uh, the boxers will will provide. You know, we got it wrong in 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 Rio. There was a huge huge amount of factors why we got it wrong. We've, we corrected that. I firmly believe Tokyo, we're going to send over a great team, we're going to qualify a great team, and we're going to win medals again. You know, and I was watching, we were talking about Paul Griffin only recently, uh, there, uh, earlier on. Um, we were watching the, the National Boy uh, won championships last year in, in the National Stadium, which is 11 year olds. Yeah. And two of us are sitting beside one of Paul's a, a coach in our boxing club as well. And uh, we're watching these kids, and we're looking at one another, and we're saying, Jeez, they battered us, you know, at 11 <laughs> years old, yeah. you know, they're that good, you know. So a, a European gold medalist and an Olympic gold medalist are looking up at a, at a pedigree of an 11-year-old now. Yeah. 
God, what's what's coming next? Yeah, is, is unbelievable, you know. Uh, and 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 that's that's the you know the the thing about boxing or any sport. It's you know it's it's getting them started at that young age and producing them into champions. They don't become champions at that, that young age. No, they become championships throughout their whole career, you know. And as Tony said as well, you know, you know, coaches don't get recognition for that as well in their sport as well. Yeah, you know? yeah. And uh, Michael Conlon, uh, Michael Conlon was actually uh, uh, his father. Uh, looked after him, John, who actually is a Drimna boy, you know, right. who actually trained in Drimna Boxing Club. And uh, so we'd like to put a little bit of Michael Conlon's uh, resume on air. On air uh, <laughs> air <laughs> Why not? We're not going to go with his little rant he had after the, the fight, yeah, that yeah, though, yeah. which is totally understandable, you know, to be absolutely in, robbed of your dream. Yeah. And he wanted to win an Olympic gold medal so much, you know. And he felt so much he was going to. That, oh, I think absolutely. that was probably the big I disappointment. Kid, for him. I met him when he was six years old. I was at his, uh, his uncle's wedding and... Uh, my my wife Paula and uh, Michael's uh, auntie are great pals, and we were at a wedding together. And I met him there, and he, he, was, he annoyed the crap out of me for the whole wedding. <laughs> put it that way, you know. Lucky he didn't get a right hook. And uh, but this now, all of a sudden, fifteen, sixteen years later, this guy's boxing in the Olympic Games. Yeah. And, and obviously, you know, me being an Olympic champion, you know, he probably looked at me and and had a you know, I yeah, of course, you know, and it's it's one of those type of things. And he, uh, you know, unfortunately, with, with Michael. Uh, he he said a few chosen words that he shouldn't have. You know, yeah. Um, but that that's that's, that's life, the way you know it is. That's the way it is. What do you think? What do you think was the the downfall of the Olympics, or was it just tight margins? Okay, if we, if we can use the word cheating. We put it in. Okay. Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to use it, so, but I'm. They're allowed on this show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was cheating. There was no question yeah. cheating. When we looked at the, the the Russians the night before Michael Connell's fight, uh, the Russian heavyweight. It was boxing in Ukraine. That's right, yeah, yeah. And uh, it was absolute blatant, blatant robbery. Yeah. You know? And even the, the Russian looked at them and he goes. But didn't they suspend? Really didn't they suspend judges after the, the the competition? So they say. You know? So they so say. Already done though. But so yeah. that is that not an, an acknowledgement that there was something some wrongdoings going on? Yeah, and like Michael Connell, supposedly like they they were told that we we're not going to win that fight. Not a chance you're going to win this fight, you know. So, and when that, when you hear things like that as well, and right. you know, when, when he watched the Russian fight, he, he boxed a Thailand boxer, uh, then two days beforehand, and we were hoping we got the Russian. Yeah, uh, I was with Bernard Thorne and McDowell, and she's, I hope we get the Russian. Yeah, and if we get the Russian, the Thailand fella was really, really good. Yeah, and I thought Michael would have struggled with him, and uh, we were praying to get the Russian, and now we're not praying to get the Russian. Yeah. what happened? We all know what happened, yeah. and uh. It was just one of those things. Yeah, uh, there, there was a lot of things as well. You know, like was well, the upheaval you know, of Billy Walsh and all. Would that yeah, been Billy a factor? Billy was a part of it. You know, like, yeah. but we can't be like one person doesn't make a team. Yeah. You yeah. know, um, boxing survives. We won a European, two European medals. Uh, yeah, they're not just mentioned that. No, of course, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So without Billy Walsh, Billy's <laughs> yeah. a great guy, and like I love Billy, me mate, and um, we we were on teams together and room together and the whole nine yards. But like. If, if anybody thinks that boxing will not survive without Billy Walsh, you know, you're mad. Yeah. You're crazy, yeah. you know. As Billy's not coming down to Drimmy Boxing Club no. in the morning where I am, at 11 o'clock to go down and train the kids, mm. you know. So it's it's one of those things, like Tony has to go to his club in the morning and open his club and get the heating on and get the whatever else he has to do. And it's, you know... You know they, on, on that point with the, the Russians, not just long after that, we brought a fighter to Russia. Uh, to take part in uh, MMA event, uh, pro MMA event, quite a large event in Russia, and the referee actually came into me at the start. He said, "Look, mm -hmm. you're not going to win this." He said, "All 15 international fighters here are none of us going to win. None, nobody." 
Yeah. Not one international and player in Russia got a result that night. No it was 15-0 to <laughs> Russia. <laughs> yeah. Now, there was a lot of dodgy decisions out there in that one as well. Oh, sure, that, the, you know, so that documentary just, just yeah. out now, the Icarus, it's called, and it's about yeah, the state yeah. open. Yeah. And it goes oh, right to the top. Yeah. And it, it's just mind-blowing. They were going to win no matter what. said to me, he was a Polish referee, brought me in. I said, why, why do you mean we're not going to win? I trained my fight. And I said, no, come here and I'll show you. And he brought me out of the room, brought me down the next room, have a peek in that door. And they're injecting themselves before they even go into the Christ the yeah. show yeah. Yeah. and I right. go hang on where's the, the medical where's the we, medical check on we this sent, we, sent know, a, so. we sent a, a schoolboy <laughs> team to a European Championships only uh, two months ago we came back with 10 medals you know out of 16 and I thought that was oh, oh wow phenomenal you know? yeah. and then all of a sudden I discovered that Russia won 16 gold medals at that tournament Oh, you know? <laughs> so <laughs> take it from that exactly. you know what I mean? so exactly. they won 16 gold medals you know? we won 10 medals in like bronze I think our best was silver, you know. Yeah. Anyone won it, you know. But sixteen, so you know, it's not just. So they won every. It's not just at the, the higher excellence of yeah, sports; of it's at the lower part as well, and that's what we're all up against. Eighty-eight and ninety-two, you were in the Olympics. Mm. Talk about eighty-eight and then no. lead on to no. ninety-two. <laughs> 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 Let's talk about ninety-two. <laughs> eighty-eight was okay. Well, I will talk about it. Eighty-eight, you know, for you know. Tr- all my life, I wanted to get to the Olympic Games. So I was seven years old, and I promised me that I'd win the Olympic Games. And I got there in 88. And when I got there, it was like I forgot I'd learned everything, you know, for all my life. You know, I, I was going out and getting photographs of, you know, superstars, like, you know, whoever it was at the time. Um, and I struggled on my weight. There's no question I struggled on my weight. My, my weight, I was, I was boxing at 9 sound 6, which is lightweight. And... Hindsight is a beautiful thing, and if I'd have known then what I know now, I'd have probably gone to 10 stone, and I'd have been more comfortable, and probably would have snuck a medal at 10 stone. But I didn't, I went in at 9 stone 6, I dehydrated myself, I just was half the boxer that I knew I was, and yeah. I got beaten in my second fight. Uh, the greatest learning curve any, any yeah. boxer will ever have in their life, because okay. to lose an Olympic Games, um, the way in the manner I did, uh, was soul destroying and I mean absolutely I was you know we don't live in the world uh, then we didn't live in the world of communication but still they were sending me faxes over they were trying to phone yeah. me and I wouldn't answer I was so ashamed I was ashamed of myself yeah. I was ashamed that I didn't do it from my dad as I promised him I'd yeah. do it from and then four years later which is an awful long time to wait yeah. in any sport you know, to try to get it right again and, and, and then to have my father in the corner with me was even the better part of it because you know for him to, you know, to be there and yeah. watch my moment. And uh, it was a super moment. Listen, it was, it was the greatest part of my life. You talked about your dad and how much of an influence he was with you yeah. when he was in the corner and, and uh, how good a coach he was. There's a lot of people out there who would have their father as a coach in football or a yeah. GAA. And some people struggle with it. Some people yeah. thrive on it because they want to prove a point or, you know. How did you cope with it? Was there different times when you did want them there, didn't want them there? Oh, absolutely. We had a switch-off point, the two of us, you know, mm. and he knew when I had enough of boxing or vice versa, you know, it was normally him, you know, so he uh, <laughs> he knew, shut up, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I'm, mm, right, and it was it was one of those type of things, uh, you know, the one way I, I punished my father, and you know, if he really annoyed me, I just didn't talk to him, you yeah. know, and he, like, he, he, he'd probably go... Days without talking to my mother, which he never done, you yeah. know. But he couldn't go a day not talking to me. Yeah. You know, it was a saying, where's Ozzy? Yeah. Ozzy's with Michael. Where's Michael? 
Michael's was it? <laughs> you know? it was that kind of combination. Yeah. We, we were kind of a brother friend thing rather than a father son. Um, but we had our we had our, poem, our moments as well. We had agreements as well. I had to be in at eleven o'clock every night. So when you're out dating girls and things yeah, like that, you yeah. know, like many at the time, I had to sprint up uh, <laughs> Peter's Road, Greenhills, to, to get there at eleven o'clock. I then discovered. A bike is quicker. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, disco- I discovered that the cycle was, you know, I, I discovered then that a moped was quicker than the cycle. And, and then I discovered a bike is quicker again, you know. So I copped on a little bit in that regard. But we had a great understanding with one another in a sense that he knew not to press the button. Yeah. Yeah. And I knew as well, you know. I knew if he really was annoying me, I'd press the button. You know, I'm more like my mother. Mm-hmm. He was the most calmest guy you've ever met in your life. If ever you wanted to be in an Olympic final, and you wanted a fella in your corner, that was the guy you needed yeah. in your corner. And I had him, you know. And in the in the fight itself, in the final, was there? T- did you feel that you had the fight all along, as in each round was going by? Was there any time that there was a doubt? And uh, did you if- watch? Did you watch that fight? I did. Eight, eight I watched it back sec. then. Did you see the size of that fella? Yeah. He's, he's a big How do you think I ever had a moment like that? How did he make that way? Unbelievable. His name is Juan Hernandez Sierra. Okay, and. He arguably one of the greatest fighters out there, yeah. uh, and arguably one of the greatest fighters never to win an Olympic gold medal. You know, Thanks it's to like you. when you look at the golf and you look at great golfers yeah, who've never won a major, you know. And this guy, and if someone gave me ten thousand quid going to Barcelona, I would have bet on him to win the Olympic gold medal. <laughs> yeah, uh, he would have been the my one no, no yeah. choice. And then all of a sudden, somebody says you're going to fight this fella, and finally you're going to beat him, and going to say. Yeah, oh, yeah, Nelly, the yeah. lot of his, you know. But the bottom line is, I boxed really well getting into the final. I beat the number two in the world, Andre Zotto, in, yeah. the, in the quarterfinals to guarantee myself of, of a medal. It was great that Wayne McCullough, you know, we, we were... He was before you. Yeah, and he, we were before. there together. Like, yeah. If you had been, you know, the last boxer on the team, you probably would have showed off, you know, mm-hmm. And but he'd win... Oh, I think, oh, you have to win. Yeah, he'd win, I have to win. He'd win, I have to win. And his and final was before yours, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, and he boxed another great Cuban as Casa well, Mayor, uh, Casamayor, yeah. who went on and won yeah. world titles. And, you know, you don't have to talk about Casamayor. But the thing with, with I suppose, with Juan Hernandez was uh, when I went into the fight, I said, right, I have nothing to lose. I have absolutely nothing to lose. Wayne McCullough got beaten. Yeah. So I said, my worst is his best, I said to myself. So... I said, let's, let's go for this. Well, let's just go for this, I said. You know? And I'm a southpaw. He was a southpaw. If there's a thing I love, I love fighting southpaws. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Because I know exactly what to do. And with that, you know, he just kind of, for the want of a word, better word, he was a rope of dope. He'd done everything I wanted him to do. He came forward at me. I hooked him. I moved. I held. I done what I had to do. And uh, there was a bad part of the, the, the round. Like, you asked the question that in the second round, I got a public warning. Mm. And I Shit. I said to me, "Am I allowed to yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, on this show, uh, yeah. <laughs> and I said, "This meant I gave him three scores." Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and I knew coming into the second round, I was four three ahead. Mm. Now I'm after giving them three scores. Yeah. But I suppose where I was at that time, I said, "Get it back, get it back now," and I I got it back. Yeah. So someone's oh, well, that's the end of it. Right, we're finished. You know, we're gone." And I just I got it back, and I came back after the second round, and it was eight oh. Yeah. But I'd given him three scores, yeah. you know. Yeah. And then I knew I kind of looked over him. You, you it was beautiful that he's never seen it on television. Of course, yeah. He never showed it on television. But I looked over him and I went, "I got you." I said, yeah. "You know." And he knew I had him because I was outboxing him. And he came at me again the last round because he was getting an absolute torture from his corner. Yeah. How are you letting this 
Paddy do yeah, this? Yeah, you know? yeah. And all of a sudden, he, uh, of he came forward and the first minute of the last round, I became Olympic champion because I caught him with absolutely everything. Yeah. And then I don't want to, you know, I don't know if he's a, any Liverpool sports here. Say, is it all Liverpool sports? Yes, what well, my Liverpool yeah. sports? Well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you tell the look at the feet in his yeah, face. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't what Liverpool used to do. They got ahead and they stayed ahead, you yeah. know. And it, it was that type of type of fight, you know. So it was. Uh, and you said that you knew then that you. Oh, I knew he won. He knew he lost, you know. And you know, you, then you, all of a sudden you're thinking, 1988, Roy Jones Jr. I was in the, I was in that uh, arena. I was watching that fight, and I went and they gave it to the the Korean, and I, you've got to be kidding, you know. <laughs> and I said, don't have this moment, please, yeah. don't have yeah. this moment, yeah. you know. But I suppose. You were then, you know, they were such a force and still are. Um, oh, yeah. They seven Olympic, they had seven lads in the final that, that, that year, mm. you know, which is unbelievable. Yeah, because yeah. you know? I remember watching it myself, I was 16 and it was Cuba, Cuba, yeah. Cuba. That's all it was. Yeah. I said, it was Michael Crew for Cuba. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Why we call it Cuba? You know, it's like anything as well. It's like we're all soccer players, we're all GAA players. If you want to go to an All Ireland in in GAA, you want to play Kerry and beat them in the final. Yeah. If yeah. you're a Liverpool supporter, you want to beat Manchester. Gives it that little extra. If you're Celtic, you want to beat Rangers. Yeah. Uh, Olympic final. You bet them all. You want to beat a Cuban in the final. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's puts the glass in it. Yeah, it absolutely puts the glass in and uh, and I did. Yeah, thank God. Because yeah. so. one thing I remember, uh, obviously, it was the one time I was late for training because we had pre-season training at that time. Because oh, yeah. Wayne and then yourself, but I'll never forget. Literally. Not even a two-minute walk, and I flew over because and I guess I was one of the first there. Everyone was late that day, even the managers, and mm. it was the greatest hour and hour and a half. We I don't remember what we did. All we did was talk about, it and it was Do you know the, the biggest the great moment, biggest regret I've ever had in in my life was that I didn't write a book on quotes of people telling me where they were, what they, yeah. what they done. Yeah. You know, you know when you hear stories, like, <laughs> I done and I done and I, and I, yeah. I should have wrote them all down. Yeah. I, th- I think it's one of the good things about the Irish people is they always back their own. They, they're always there for them. If there's that, and if it's, if it's table tennis yeah. and they're in the world final, they'll be backing it. Yeah. You know, cricket. You know, like we're all our own experts now, back you know, with the boys. Yeah. Like, you know, we're obviously going to be talking about McGregor and, and, and yeah. Mayweather. When you see the support that McGregor has opposed to, to Mayweather, you know, yeah. fighting in, in America, yeah. and there's probably going to be about mm-hmm. 10, 20,000 going over from yeah, there alone. Yeah. You know, and it is phenomenal. When I, I walked out in the arena in, in Barcelona, there was a little place called Badalona just outside of Barcelona. And all of a sudden, there was hundreds and hundreds because people were on the holidays in Salou yeah. and that of that. Yeah. People, you know, from the from the Olympic team, all wanted to get accreditation for the boxing and, and things like that. And all of a sudden, you you, you, you just come into this mass hysteria of craziness. Yeah. And I was like, and it felt like I was boxing in the National Stadium. Yeah. So again, it was another you know huge factor for me as well in the sense that. Spartan I felt like I was the home boxer, you yeah, know, yeah. And, uh, and I wasn't, you know, obviously because fighting in Spain, and it was just a huge, huge uplift for me and Wayne, you know, to yeah. the support we got, and I'm sure the, 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 the away, you know, the queue was going, what the what hell, the hell? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's something that we've always been good at, isn't it? Blagging our way into games and making yeah. sure that, you know, we've had the 70-30 support yeah. all the time, I don't know how we do it. Listen, we're going to go to a break, and we'll be back then with Tony to talk MMA.
Okay, and welcome back to the big kickoff on Liffy Sound 96.4 FM. Uh, we have Michael Crute and Tony Carrick in the building. Tony. Yes. Tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into uh, martial arts, mixed well, martial arts. or Going back, I suppose, many, many years ago, my influence on martial arts would be the Bruce Lee days. Okay. Uh, you know, <laughs> so I'm giving away my age now. <laughs> but uh, I started off, unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, but in boxing. I started with Jackson Boxing Club out in Ballymun as yeah. a very, very young man. And uh, that was part of my first ability on training and then moved from boxing to karate then into kickboxing, mm-hmm. and then in later life, then into uh, the world of jiu-jitsu. So uh, I've been sort of 40, nearly 46 years now <coughs> in the training game, yeah. martial arts, boxing, kickboxing, you name it now. About that. And uh, had a little bit of success in my lifetime, not as high high profile as Michael, but yeah. the World Championships in 1986 in London, I was touring the, the world for yeah. that, and came forth with the Irish team. And a couple of gold medals in uh, in the nineties there in um, Amer- America for jiu jitsu and a Canadian gold medal in nineteen eighty eight. So brilliant. So over the years, I've had a few. What weight were you? What? what? Uh, well, the weights are slightly different in uh, martial arts. Yeah. Then they've changed a little bit there, but I was always in around the eighty kg mark, which would have at them they had it as a middleweight then. But now eighty to seventy seven is actually sort of uh, welterweight. So it's the weight weight categories changed a bit now. So okay. Don't be afraid to eat that microphone. I'll eat the mic for you. Okay. I'm hungry today anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose we get close to the mic, I'll get Michael back in again. <laughs> 80kg 80 kg would be light heavyweight in, yeah. Our, in, yeah. in boxing. boxing. Yeah. 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 So would that, that would have been classed as welterweight? Yeah, in now uh, 77. Uh, basically, guy weighing at 77 now. Yeah. But he'd probably walk in at 80 to 81 on the night, maybe even more. Yeah. Uh, on the fight night, but that's what yeah, I'm always know. amazed with the, with the weight categories in M- MMA. Yeah. Like they say, they're this way. I go, hold on a minute. Like, well, the weight in, in boxing is ten and a half stone. Yeah, you know. So, so what would what what, what would that class? Well, I mean, I, there are looking at adding different weight categories in there now. Do you yeah. mean? Because there is a very big from seventy to seventy-seven. Yeah, and then. 77 to 84 up to uh, 92. Right. So there's a big category. So there's a, there is a big... Um, and would 92 be heavyweight? Uh, 92 would be light heavy. Light heavyweight. Light heavy. Like, like yeah. 92 would be super heavyweight in amateur yeah. boxing. Mm-hmm. You know? You know, so and that's like what I'm always confused with, yeah. with, with mixed martial arts. How the hell is he a welterweight? He's the size of him. But some of them are coming in with an extra 15 kilos, be 10 to 15 on them. They do yeah. massive weight cuts, really, which yeah. is a big problem, I feel, within... MMA at the moment, uh, not just at the amateur level, but certainly at a professional level, because I mean amateurs are trying to idolise themselves on professionals, yeah, yeah. and I mean, they're, they're, I mean they don't have the doctors, they don't have the the, the financial support behind them mm. for these massive weight cuts nutrition, and yeah. nutrition, and a lot of them are doing themselves an awful lot of damage behind the scenes, Absolutely. like dehydrating, um, over sauna work, uh, Epsom salts baths, you know, yeah. you name it, they're trying every trick in the book. And now we're within the amateur ranking. Now, what they've done within Ireland, amateurs have to weigh in the same day, so they have okay. to be nearly closer to the yeah. fight uh, weight than yeah. to try and help with this obviously weight cut and dehydration and right. obviously uh, brain damage afterwards yeah, with, yeah. with the fights, you know. Yeah. But uh, we still can't with see the, the professional, even McGregor, when he yeah. drops to 145, oh, yeah. he's a different. He's no. a different person altogether. You can see it. In well, so he, what, what way have they made this for, uh, this for title fight? Well, the way is it? Uh, one four seven. 
147, I think it is now, but it's changing every week when Connor gets a few words in, it's changing yeah. all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so he's managing how to escape getting well, into the uh, eight ounce gloves now, you know? Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah dude, we're going for 10 yeah. ounces, really. We're going for yeah, 10, 10 ounces originally, yeah. now they've brought it into yeah. the eight ounce. You know, but at the end of the day, look, I mean, I feel that's as much an advantage to Mayweather as it is to Connor. Because yeah, if yeah. he's boxing all the time with heavier gloves and now he's putting lighter gloves on, yeah. his hands are going to be that bit faster and quicker yeah. you know and to me Mayweather is a, a defensive fighter so he, I mean, he'd be moving his hips and his head the same way he was when he had bigger or smaller gloves so we'll get into McGregor <laughs> and, and, and Mayweather yeah. now in a second uh, but just on MMA there's a lot of debate with MMA like should it be a sport should it not be a sport is it recognised now in Ireland as a, as no, a sport no well I mean I suppose like all combat sports I mean we're in its infancy here yeah. and development and you're always going to have negatives and positives yeah. in the development stage but within Irish MMA Irish MMA is probably one of the safest in the world I mean, because there's no country, other country in the world that an, an amateur MMA fighter has to have an MRI scan once a year yeah. does bloods does medicals uh, pre and post fight uh, medicals afterwards you know they're wearing shin pads to, to protect the and heavier ounce gloves so regards that end of it yeah it's I mean, everybody's doing everything they can to make it as safe as possible. Yeah. And the rule, rule level is a little higher. Like there's no elbows, there's no various uh, heel hooks and you know twisters and things like that that's allowed in the professional sport for the amateur. But like it's a combat sport, you're always gonna have people that will like it and people that won't like it. Yeah. And we just have to live with that. I mean, boxing have gone through for years. I mean, they're always trying to bomb back ban a boxing yeah. but it's never going to happen I mean people no. have been fighting since the day we were born yeah. you know go back to the cavemen days they were pulling their wives along by their hair weren't they with their clubs so yeah. that's where they learned how to the fight 50s, well, we're not endorsing that now don't we no we can't pull ourselves by the hair not left but you know so combat sports have been around since so what does it what does it need to do to be recognised I think personally I mean it needs to be able to I think get major big sponsors uh, to get behind it and if you get big sponsors behind it then people's approach and attitude changes uh, there is a, an organisation out there now at the moment that's trying to make a world organisation within MMA uh, I suppose they're pushing to try and get it into the Olympics I think if it comes an Olympic sport well then I think people's attitudes would change right um, and that's why they're doing so much of the difference by making now the amateur wear rash guards and the amateur wear shin pads yeah. to try and tone down the uh, we say the aggressiveness of the professional level, so to make it a, a sport more sport looking. Yeah. So I think if it gets into the Olympics, I think you could see uh, major changes. It would make it in. Yeah. I, it's uh, it's it's. There's been a lot of people who have talked about. I've read articles uh, from Sonia Sullivan. I've read articles from uh, the head uh, of European Judo, and 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 they're saying stuff like. Um, sport is a game, something that we do for health and fitness, entertaining but is like Holly Holm, who was sent unconscious. Uh, I think that was on the, the Diaz and McGregor undercard, I think yeah. it was, uh, that she was uh, choke, choked unconscious. Uh, it's, it's only a step away from death is what they're saying. I, I think people are just, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, pe- people will say things to sell magazines, to sell radio shows, to sell t- TV shows. The end of the, look, it's a combat sport. Yeah. Uh, we're not teaching swimming lessons, so people that are actually there know exactly what they're in there for. You're competing your physical ability against somebody else's physical ability. 
you're trained to a high level before you actually even get in there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's loads of people in gyms all around the country that will that train week in and week out that will never ever take part in a competition because they don't want it. But they're there for other reasons. They're learning to be the fitness. They're learning self-confidence. And then it's only guys from a higher level that want to take it to the next stage, obviously, amateur fighting, and then on to the pro fights. Yeah. People will always have a negative uh, and a positive on any combat sport. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I mean, if somebody's, uh, we take Sonia Sullivan, see, she did have a very good go with us. I mean, she chose the path to be an athlete. Yeah. She chose that to be a runner. She had nobody tell her she can't, can't do this. Yeah. So what actually gives her the right to tell me as a combat sport person that I don't want to do combat sports because she doesn't like it? Yeah, yeah. That's she's she's like no right. You just have to, to, to visualize away from that. Amateur and professional, okay? And it's the same in both codes, you know? never thought I'd defend MMA. But, <laughs> but, but <laughs> the bottom line is, but I, I am a fan of MMA. I watch it. I yeah. do. Because it's on television. I have a look at that, you know what I mean? And, and I, I, you know... And I, I, I would probably more look at the professional end of it rather than the amateur, amateur end of it because end, yeah. it's entertaining. You know, you, you know, for the want of a better word, you're going to get blood. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're going to get entertainment. You're going to get, and that's what they're there for. Professional boxing is exactly the same. Yeah. What are they all giving out about? You know, professional boxing is about getting bums and seats and attendances on television. Yeah. Yeah. As M and A is right, so the bottom line is we have to, dif- you know, differ from amateur and professional in both coats. And like Tony just mentioned, you know, the huge, huge things they've done in amateur MMA compared compared to any other country in the world. You know, it's the same in boxing. Yeah. You know, boxing is about, you know, this is a, a professional boxing fight. This this one that's what we're going to talk about yeah. later on. Yeah. It's a it's not an amateur fight. It's a professional fight. It's about getting. Pay-per-view, it's about getting attendances, it's about getting superstars, turning up to that event, yeah. you know, who would never go to an M&A yeah. fight, who would never go to a normal boxing show. A month later, we have Canelo fighting GGG, yeah. Yeah. which is going to be one of the greatest fight fights ever, yeah. you know, and it's not even being talked about, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm sure it's the same Tony yeah. in, in MMA, you probably have a, a super fight going on somewhere that, that we don't know about, yeah. you know? So well, like, people I mean, have to get away from this amateur and yeah. professional thing, yeah. you know? So. Yeah. Like, we have an amateur guy fighting tonight now, and he's, but this would be, if he wins his title fight tonight, this would be his sixth title we're in this year. Yeah. But, you know, you won't see people going to support the show tonight yeah. because there's no yeah. glamour, there's no big yeah. business behind yeah. it, there's no... S- outside celebrities, movie stars going to be yeah. seen. It's like we always years ago, we used to see thing, um, you had two worlds of bodyguard and you had the proper professional bodyguard and then you had the, the show person's bodyguard and the show yeah, person yeah. will have as many bodyguards as possible because they want to be seen to be popular. Yeah. You know? And it's a little bit like uh, amateur uh, MMA, amateur boxing and professional. There is a big gulf between uh, the end product and what they're trying to achieve. In a, a, a run-of-the-mill session that you would do i've seen a lot of swords in, in the videos on your walls uh that's not the last resort is it no <laughs> what that basically is we're in our gym basically um we teach a very traditional style of japanese jiu-jitsu as yeah. well as modern day jiu-jitsu modern day mma because you're always going to get guys that don't want to get involved when they're too heavy of we say training but they want they need a night out. They yeah. use it as a novelty. They use it as a pastime. So we teach uh, an art as an art. So they will learn the ancient skills of the samurai. And part of the samurai was learn how to use the sword. So they will start off with what okay. we call the, the wooden sword, which is the boken, And then they move up to Iido, which is an unsharpened blade. And then onto sharpened blade. Okay. Like They would do that as a hobby. Like people just saying, 
PlayStation or something right. like that. Right. They never it's, ever it's, want it's to be a fighter. Monkey monkey do. Right? Yeah. yeah. You went to, and I'm glad you mentioned yeah. Bruce Lee because he's my all-time hero. <laughs> uh, you know, we went to watch Bruce Lee movies in, as kids. What did you do when you came out of the, out of the cinema? Sorry, you ended up knocking the crap out of it, thinking you were Bruce Lee, you know? So, and it truly is monkey see, monkey do, you know? And that's what, that's what it is, you know? And that's what we want both sports, you know? And I'd love to see MMA come into Olympic sports because then it's really going to be monitored yeah. in, in a sense that it should be you know? yeah how many to go into mma mixed martial arts i prefer mixed martial arts it sounds better yeah. yeah um how many do you need to know before you can actually go in well someone walking in my door i prefer if they know nothing yeah because then obviously because each club or each gym has their own philosophy and how they want to do things okay but, I mean, if you look at, as you said, we, we call it mixed martial arts rather yeah. than MMA because that shortens it. But mixed martial arts is boxing. Yeah. It's wrestling. Mm. It's judo. It's jiu-jitsu. It's karate. Uh, it's Olympic wrestling. It's ne- especially nowadays because the fighter has to be an all-round fighter. Yeah. And as you say, we're going to talk about the McGregor and Mayweather fight later. A lot of people are underestimating, we say, Connor's ability to box. But... I bring in boxing coach every Sunday morning to train my guys boxing. Yeah. Now, they're learning boxing, but when it comes to the Jordan week, then we're trying to adapt what they learned on a Sunday from boxing into MMA yeah. because the guy now can take him down. He can pin him against the cage. But when both bouts start off, they start off standing up. So the first defense is hands first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we're trying to teach the guys. Now, we, we bring a lot of our guys. We use... A lot different. I haven't gone down to Michael's gym yet, but hopefully after today we can arrange <laughs> something. <laughs> but we'll bring a lot of our guys to different boxing gyms yeah. for to develop their hands because what's better to develop their hands but fight with guys that specialize just in hands. Yeah. Then I bring them out to judo guys for throws. Then I bring them out to wrestling guys because we're making the mixed martial arts an all-round fighter. Yeah. So, so yeah. I mean, you talk about uh, hopefully getting into the Olympics. Mm. Well, there's a lot of Olympic events that you've named off there, isn't there? Yes. Well, you take them I in. Even I mean, there's certain Olympic event, uh, events out there that we wouldn't say are spectator friendly because they don't look as glamorous. But until you understand, it's like I mean, I wouldn't criticize cricket now because I don't understand the rules. But if I watch a cricket match, I find that very boring. Yeah. Now I'm sure so there's if you people. Play it, there, if you play it, it's, play it's a great game. Different. It's a yeah. great yeah. game. Yeah. 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 So it's the same way with uh, we say mixed martial arts a lot of people say oh goes to the ground they're hugging each other on the yeah. ground but they don't understand the technicality of what's happening on the ground yeah. but once they do they, 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 their whole they, I mean, they really get into it I mean there was women that used to come with their kids to our gym hated the MMA and then when they went to see their children fight now you can't get them out of shows yeah. you know because they start to understand it they start to learn what was going on and yeah. then they realise it's not as barbaric as people call it because there is rules there's tactics there's you know philosophy behind what they're trying to do so, I mean, not only, I think, if we get into the Olympics, I think you'll see a lot more funding come towards yeah, gyms, and, it, we, and then we can get things sorted, you know? Yeah, yeah. And yes. like we're, what we're saying, Tony, as well, we have to get away from the amateur yeah. and the professional part. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And that's what people, when they, they, they look at mixed martial arts, <clears throat> they look at the barbaric side yeah. of it. They don't look at the, the, the amount of time that these yeah. kids and people put into put training. In, yeah. you know? And, you know, I'm a boxer. I'll always be a boxer. I only have to train a boxing. I didn't have to train a five different other sports, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, you, you know, you understand the level of what to do. You look at Connor. Connor, you know, I would say yeah. probably 70 to 80 percent of his fighting is boxing. Yeah. Okay. He doesn't go to the ground much. He's a great kicker. Yeah. 
Um, he doesn't go and get into those mixed martial art moves that he has there, you know, jiu-jitsu and, and things like that. He tries to stay on his feet as much as he possibly can, yeah. you know. So, you know, he's, bring, he's brought his boxing life into his mixed martial arts life, yeah. you know, yeah. and he really has. Like, as you said there with parents, like, obviously a lot of us would only see McGregor. So you'd see the kind of the blood and gore yeah, sort of thing. Yeah. What did what surprises parents when they actually get into the gym? Yeah. What's the biggest surprise that they see? Well, when this, they I think the out? surprise is the, the discipline they actually see within the gym. And, the, the, you know, I mean, the friendliness between everybody and the family atmosphere within everybody in the gym and the control that's going on, uh, not only from the coaches, but towards each other. I mean, there's a lot of respect uh, I mean, I mean, you you get an aggr- we've had like I'm sure Michael has had come down to the boxing gym. You get an aggressive child out in the street. I mean, he's aggressive for other reasons. Yeah. He's underconfident. He's been bullied at home. You name it. There's various reasons why he's probably aggressive out in the street. Mm-hmm. He comes now into a gym and he can let loose and release that aggression. He comes out a total different character. Yeah. Yeah. Now he's dealing with people that are in the same boat who can control his aggressiveness, control his power, and they're not afraid to wrestle or spar back with him. And he starts to uh, command a lot more respect for himself. And then once he commands more respect for himself, then when he goes out and home, he's more respect for other people because now he realizes, you know, he, he, he is developing certain skills that can injure and hurt somebody because yeah. he's been taught a discipline. And you know, Tony, yeah. as well, we, we don't endorse that they, they, they use the skills they're taught in, in gyms yeah. on, on people who, who don't. And, and that's the biggest discipline, I suppose, in yeah. either, either sport that, you know, if, you, if it happens on the street, you know, you're suspended from the club. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. the bottom line. You know, you, you don't do this. You know what I mean? You do it in the ring yeah. or you do it in the cage or whatever the, the, the environment is that you have to fight. And, you know, we're, we're all advocate of what? You don't bring this onto the street because if, you, if I ever find out any of you using what I, sh- I teach you, yeah. you know, to bully kids and yeah. things like that, you're gone. You know, well, and I, have, gone. I have I have probably a very bad name with a lot of the children around that in my gym because the parents keep using my name all the time. They don't do the schoolwork. They don't Tony. tidy their room. I'm <laughs> telling the coach tonight on you. So, <laughs> but it is the ultimate thing I find with all combat. The discipline is phenomenal. Yeah. That, sure, the, sure. Any kids sure. that I know that have been in either mm. M- MMA or boxing, mm. it, 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 you can see the difference between yeah. them and say a football player or a player. Yeah. There is a diff, different level of discipline. But they, they also have to have a love of it as yeah. well. Yeah. You know, yeah. We took a four-week break only there in July and we had a meeting, a uh, uh, coaches meeting there last week and I'm very fortunate with 10 coaches in Drumna Boxing Club and uh, it, I'm head coach but like we have a, a great understanding between the, all of us that you know, nobody... I don't just, I'm head coach, I it's my way. You know, I listen and I talk to guys but two of the boxers, uh, two of the fathers our coaches, two of, their, two of their kids are boxers and they decided to come down to the club and do a training session where we were doing the, our meeting and I said to the lads and you said on a break oh we're going mad Michael when can we come back you know they are going a four week break out of the, you know a year yeah. Yeah. you know think about it right and and you need to recharge your, your batteries. You know, I do, anyway, you know. I don't know about my other coach, but I do. Yeah. But like, can we come back to the club? Can we yeah. come back to the club? Yeah. We? And they love it. And that's what you need in any sport, to have the absolute love for your sport. You know. Yeah. And if you have that, you're going to have a chance of going places. I, I, I say that now with football. We, we yeah. coach down Lucan United, and we would have that the four weeks off. Yeah. And it's normally June, 
and June is the worst month for yeah. kids. It's the greatest month for the coaches, though, because the coaches do <laughs> yeah, need absolutely. to, yeah. you know, and even though you're still doing things in the background yeah. that they don't see. Yeah. yeah you do, you, well, you I just do, want to say to you as well, I can only emphasize on it a little bit as well. Parents, you know, you have, you have good parents and you have bad parents. Yes. Yeah. Okay? And the bad parent is a fella who thinks he knows it all. Yeah. He's the guy who thinks he knows boxing or, or mixed martial arts. You know, he's the guy who, who looked at a television and I read a book. You know, and they're the worst coaches out there. I always say the worst boxer is the guy who thinks he's better than what he is. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, we've had it over the years, and I've had it over the years, you know, co you know parents sitting down at the side ring, tone up and stroking to the lads. <laughs> and I, I bought two, I only recently I bought two of them out to the car park. I said, you know, I'll talk with you. And he says, yeah, no problem. And I said, take out your wallets, will you? And he says, well, if he's got a wallet, yeah. Take out your coach's card there. And they go, well, we haven't got one. Then what gives you the right to talk in that in there? I said, you know, yeah. and I absolutely am based him. Happens again, your son's gone. What did I, I said, mean, I and, and you, you, but you get it in soccer. You get it yeah, on the yeah, sideline. Yeah, yeah. My son plays so soccer. I'm not going to say what team he plays with, but you know, I'm very, very calm on the sideline yeah, because yeah. I'm not his coach. I'm his dad. I shout up words of encouragement. Yeah. I don't give tactics to them. You know, and all of a sudden you're, you're listening to these people who say, you know. Yeah, what yeah. The hell do you know about football? Yeah. You don't know anything about yeah. it, yeah. You know? And that's that's the thing we have to deal with as well. In a sense that you know you have that overzealous parent who thinks my Johnny is the greatest guy out there. He's better than anybody else. Do you ever you know? get? Do you ever get a parent who would comment on your training session? No. Never, never. No, I'll never face to face. There's a bit of a difference, Shannon. Like, <laughs> I suppose we can't. We can I think there's a bit of a difference. That <laughs> potentially punch a kick them in an expert way. So, if if, mm. if if a kid, if a parent wants to challenge our our method, Drimna, we've won European, mm. we've won world, and we've won Olympic medals. We're the only club in Ireland ever to do it, except for Katie Taylor's club. Yeah, because Katie's won all three. Yeah. Would you call them into the office and stick it around your neck and go, if "Sorry, if, say that again." I'd learn wrestling really quick again. So the bottom line is, you know, we have great parents in our club as well that you know they're, they're fundraisers and and things like that and as tony will tell you as well you know you you, you have to sometimes take the bad yeah you know to, to understand that you're, you're, you're going to get the good you know yeah. and you get a parent all of a sudden comes in and listen tony i'm not getting your sponsor there uh, a thousand quid off mm. super value up the road yeah mm. happy days or or the credit union or, yeah. or things like that and that's what happens in, yeah. in, in good clubs and you, you need that 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 generosity as well and that camaraderie yeah okay listen we're going to take another break and we'll be back with the lads to talk mayweather mcgregor you're listening to liffy sound on 96.4 fm and welcome back to the big kickoff on 96.4 FM. Okay, we have to talk about Mayweather McGregor because it's the only show in town next week. Uh, the undercard doesn't look... The undercard, have you looked at the undercard? Uh, I knew it. There is, but it's mostly Mayweather guys. But, oh, screw you, go on, move on. <laughs> Who is it? I, do. I don't know. I Stop do putting pressure on me. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think it's most... I know he's got um, his... She's a British fighter from Liverpool. She's on the undercard. She's under Mayweather's... Gym. I think he's a few of his banner on exactly yeah, yeah. yeah there's a few of them but yeah. um, there is one or two good it actually is a decent car but yeah, yeah. Actually, put me on the spot. They, they, they come over to Monkstown have a tournament every year uh, and it's one of the biggest and best competitions in, in Ireland and one of the kids uh, was in one of our lads weight category and we pulled our lad away from him because we just said no, no way this yeah. kid is, is too good you know he's, and like you, you have to you know you have to know your limits as you well have to look after <clears throat> no way you can't he, he, he stopped two All Ireland champions, you know, Jeez. on his run up to the final. Right. And our lad is a Dublin champion, you know. So, uh, you know, so he, he's 
pulling in real good ones as well, Mayweather. Mm. So I would say mm. the, the undercard will probably be prominently all of his his oh, his, his, yeah. his his protégés. You know? We'll talk about the staging of the fight. Tony, I'll ask you first. What what are your thoughts on the whole staging of the fight between two different art? I well, I suppose um, to me, I mean, as as we came back to earlier, is a big difference between professional and amateur. Yeah. And this is a professional show. At the yeah. end of the day, to me, it's a show. It's not a boxing mm. match. It's not an MMA match. It's a show to, to sell tickets, put bums on seats, and make a lot of money for yeah. people. Yeah. Not just for Floyd or Connor. Yeah. There's other people hanging in around the two guys are making a lot of money out of this too. And to me, Connor's already won. Yeah. Whether yeah. he fights or not, he's already won yeah. because his bank account is going to grow so big, it's, I think we'd be all, you know, we could bail the country out maybe at yeah, this stage, yeah. you know, but, <laughs> so to me, it's a show, it's, to me, it's not a fight, it's actually a show now, right. yeah, it's okay. about selling tickets and pay-per-views and making history on this, you know, so that's, yeah, Michael, it's, it's a little bit like Gladiator, do you ever watch the film yeah, Gladiator, yeah, yeah. you know, and the mob ruled Rome, you know, so basically what it is is the mob are getting what they want yeah. you know? and that's not just MMA it's boxing as well yeah. you know? they're getting what they want they're getting this so-called super fight you know? I don't think it's a super fight I think Canelo and GGG is a super yeah, fight yeah. I think you know, you know when you go back throughout the, the years of boxing uh, it's, it's you know I don't have to you know talk about boxing because we ha- we have our history you know in that yeah. regard um, they, they're getting what they want you know um, whoever orchestrated is a bloody genius absolutely okay absolute genius um, I'm sure the, Dana's had a lot behind it yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah. Yeah. he's uh, never looked so happy no, no. And as, as Tony said as well you know there's a lot of people making money from this uh, not just the two boys if, if Connor's getting 100 million the other fella's getting 300 you know and, yeah. uh, and that's why he's known as money Mayweather he's not really liked in the game yeah, you know, for you know his personal life. I don't think he's like the other game, uh, either, oh, is outside the game. Yeah. Um, but you know, it, it's kind of you know you're, you're asking people, you know, who are you going for? You know, I'm kind of stuck in between two, uh, you know, a rock and a hard plate because Connor's from Dublin Twelve. I'm from Dublin Twelve. Yeah, he's yeah. coming and I'm dreaming. All right, there's always that feud that's gone on. It's a different feud. We we respect one another immensely. The two boxing clubs, uh, the coach of head of the Crumlin Boxing Club. With Phil Suttle, yeah. one of our greatest fighters in Dublin, you know. So as I keep saying, she robbed the medals. Yeah, yeah, you, you bought it. <laughs> but we are immensely respectful of one another. We go nearly every Thursday night. We go up to the Crumlin show. They have a show there every Thursday, and we bring a lot of our boxers up and things like that. So, but the bottom line is as well, it's it's what people want. Yeah, you know, I'm a bit mystified in, in why they want it. You know what I mean? Because I look at Connor, and he's a lovely guy, and I've never actually met him. Um. But he started his boxing in, in, in Crumman. Uh, all accounts, he was a decent enough mm-hmm. intermediate style boxer. Uh, he's going in against arguably the greatest fighter that ever was, you know. And I'm, I have to say that yeah. he's beaten more world champions than any other fighter. Yeah. Um, as I said, he's not the most light guy in the world, but he doesn't care. His no. bank account tells you to go and feck yourself if you yeah. don't like him, you know. Um, with that, Connor is up against a huge, huge task here in fighting. Uh, in fighting. As I would say, the greatest of all time. Muhammad Ali claimed to be the greatest of all time. Mayweather is the greatest is, of all time. Is it is it a question because we've talked about it briefly before that Mayweather's the Mourinho of boxing, where he's defensive but effective? 
Of course he is. You listen. The, the, the first rule you teach a kid in boxing is not to get hit. Yeah. It's not to throw the punch. Yeah. It's not to get hit. It's the first rule I, I give them. It's the first rule I work on their, their footwork rather than the handwork. Okay? It's to get away from the person. That's our method in Drimna. Yeah. And people can't say it's not it's not working. As I mentioned already, the amount of medals we yeah, won in, yeah, yeah. in certain you know well, European World and Olympics. So the bottom line is, and I assume it's, it's Tony's method as well. If you're getting hit, you're getting beaten. Yeah. Mm. If you're not getting hit, you're, you're not getting, getting hit beaten. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. 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 exactly. You know. <laughs> and with that, Mayweather has has mastered this to a fine art of not getting hit. People are saying Connor's going to throw the, the lucky punch. I, I agree, he could throw the lucky punch. Yeah. Right, there's no question about it, he could throw the lucky punch. Okay, but with that, the old, the greatest quote in boxing I think is thousands upon thousands of punches makes a career. One can end it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So the bottom line is Connor could throw that punch. There's no question about it, he could throw that punch. You know, but if Canelo hasn't done it, if Hatton hasn't done it, if Delahoya hasn't done it, if Shane Mosley hasn't done it, and I could go on and on yeah, and on. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think in this the fight's actually gonna be won outside the ring. Possibly because yeah. If I look back on Connor's career, and my only my own personal view, Connor's won all these fights in the weigh-in and the pre-post fight yeah. uh, face-offs. Yeah. All those guns. He, to me, he's won every one of them. Yeah. Whether not just in his um, professional highlighted career, but his but junior you, professional honest, career. Do you think he's going to outdo May, uh, Mayweather at, at the well, weigh-in? I mean, no. I suppose at the end of the day, it's. Um, it's really who wants it at the end of the night. Yeah. Now, I'm not, I mean, I wouldn't underestimate Mayweather either because he's not going to r- lose a 49 and 0 yeah. reputation on one punch. Absolutely. Because then that destroys the whole image of boxing. Of course. It destroys all the pre fighters that he's fought that were supposed to be good yeah. as well in the past. Yeah. So I'm not saying he's taking this lightly either. And I mean, to me, it's going to be, if. If it's going to be done, Connor's going to win in the first four rounds. That's just my personal feeling. Technically, after the first early, four yeah. rounds, if it goes after four rounds, I, I think Mayweather will actually win it then. If you were advising them in the fight, what way to approach it? What way would you advise them? Hit them hard, fast. Kick them. <laughs> <laughs> Kick them. Get them in the um, <laughs> I believe uh, he, uh, Mayweather was on um, an American chat show recently, and they did ask about the, uh, what happens if Connor does throw a kick. He did comment that there was a heavy, heavy fine yeah, of nearly right. 90% of his payment yeah. if right. he does. Yeah. So that will well, actually... Well, Tony, can I ask you a question? Well, it can yeah. happen. I mean, you get a guy... You know, yeah. you know, you're in the height of a battle, and, yeah. you, know, you know, all of a sudden, survival instincts mm. kick in, right? And survival mm. kicks in, and all of a sudden, you're, you're getting pounded, mm. you know? And I, what the hell am I going to do here, you know? Do you think he could go to that? Oh, he you could, know, yeah. and, and, and kick, you know, yeah, to save himself. I mean, you know I, mean I had to train the fighter for a fight out in, in Africa, and we brought him over to um, Packy Collins' gym yeah. for for boxing. Yeah. And we put him in against uh, Spike, yeah. and Spike is lashing in the yeah. the punches. To, and Spike rolled, and my guy brought the knee up. Yeah. Nah. Oh, just automatic, and he said, yeah. "I'm very yeah. sorry." Like, but yeah. so it can happen yeah. in the heat of the moment. Yeah. It's you know because if he's trained, mode, yeah. yeah, if he's trained to fight one way. Yeah, I, I attended. You know. it. I, I went to a kickboxing <laughs> school years ago, um, and I said to me dad, "Don, because they, they were huge and stretching, and which I was terrible at." And uh, I said to me dad, "I'm going to go up here for a couple of weeks and just get a you know." Said, okay, so I was in sparring one day, and it was probably just all punching, you know, but. I was getting the better of the guy, you know, and all of a sudden I could see him setting his feet and I said, this fella's going to kick me, you know, <laughs> and all of a sudden he went zoom and I, I ducked under it, you know, and I, 
Oh, what are you yeah. doing? I said, uh, but instinct just took in yeah. because he needed to survive. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and I couldn't blame him. You know, because I was giving him a, a few slaps and. Uh, but you know, we—that's what the coach brought me up there to do as well, to to, to teach them the boxing side of it as yeah. well. But the bottom line is, it just kicked in, and Especially I'm just—I I, 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 I don't use points. that word yeah. "kicked in," you know. But yeah. all of a sudden, you know, if he kicked toes, a kick. It's that's over. It. The fight's it's over. over. That's probably half the fascination for people to get in on it. Yeah. Is yeah. To wait, wait, see wait, the if that happens, snapping. okay, there's going to be part two. Yeah. more money spent of course yeah <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah well it depends yeah. if, if yeah. Connor knocked, it depends where it is yeah. the fight I suppose yeah. As, yeah. It, let's put it this way if Connor knocked him out within 30 seconds everyone's going well you know it, 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 it adds it adds and it probably you get yeah. the second fight but if Mayweather does it in 30 seconds everyone goes well that was a waste it's of time no I don't think so because I mean it, it, not it, for Connor. to me as I said Connor <laughs> is already won yeah. because yeah. If, if, if Connor loses to Mayweather Everybody's not going to so, say, well, he got in against as arguably the best boxer in the world and he fought boxing. Yeah. And he still comes out with a clean reputation. Yeah. But if Connor wins, yeah, Floyd comes out with a bad reputation. So Gorgeous. there's a lot is more that, riding on it for Is that the biggest fear, do you think, from the boxing community that that would actually that would happen? I don't and, think that it's a, it's a fear. It's a thing that like a 41 year old is fighting a 28 year old. Yeah. Okay. So let's put it into you know, the dynamics of it. If Mayweather was 28 years old, would he have a chance against, um, you know, yeah. would no, McGregor have a chance against him? No, he wouldn't. He has a chance against him because he's 41 years old. Yeah. yeah. He's two years out of the ring. You know, we, we emphasize that, you know, do we go to a second fight or do we go to a trilogy? This, I don't want to even be talking about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To yeah. be honest, but the bottom line is, you know, we thought, you know, Manny Pacquiao and Mayweather, we thought this is going to be the greatest fight ever. Yeah. Ever. Mm. My house was packed. I had a yeah. hundred people in my house uh, watching it. Only two people stayed up and watched the whole fight. Me and my buddy, you know, because the rest of them all fell asleep. Because it was boring. <laughs> it was terrible. It was boring. This could happen as well, yeah. lads. This could happen yeah. as well. That Mayweather skills him. Yeah. He skills him and Mayweather does what he does. You think he play with him? I was going to say that. Yeah. If, he, if Mayweather that good, he can make listen, it look interesting. The bottom line with any fighter, and I mean any fighter from wrestling to jiu-jitsu to boxing to mixed martial arts, when you have a guy gone, you take him out. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. If Mayweather has him gone, he'll take him out. Take you him just out. have that killer instant in you. And if you don't have it in you, you shouldn't be in mixed martial arts. Yeah. Or you shouldn't be in boxing. Yeah. You shouldn't be in wrestling. You shouldn't be in jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Yeah. You have to take the guy out. You know? Because the mob gets what they want. Yeah. What about um, Conor McGregor and um, Oscar De La Hoya fought uh, Mayweather yeah. and I would say battered him. What I mean by battered him, yeah. he was heavy handed on him. He I, was, I always felt De La Hoya won that yeah. fight. And, uh, and it, it seemed to me that that would be the type of style that McGregor might lead into doing. So, well, it's, Can I say something? Conor McGregor is not Oscar De La Hoya. Yeah. No, and that's what I'm saying. Okay. So is the so best... Coming forward like that, okay, might be the method to do, but you have to know what you're doing yeah. going forward. Yeah. If he's walking on to Mayweather, he's walking on to a time bomb. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And the bottom line is, you know, I would say no. I would say go with more the cautious route. You know, let Mayweather come forward. Yeah. And try to catch him with his backhand. Take him out Because Conor has a great zone. backhand. There's no yeah. question about it. I know the gloves are smaller than what... Boxing loves her and things like that. But the bottom line is he still has a great left hand. Yeah. So my, my if I was given a voice to to uh, Connor, I'd bring 
Mayweather forward. Yeah, yeah. yeah. change the tactics, not yeah. allow Mayweather to defend, make him come more offensive it. fighter. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. Mayweather yeah. does what he does. He, he avoided punches. Mm. I firmly believe Oscar De La Hoya won that fight. Yeah, you know? um, me too. Me but too. with that, he didn't get rid of him. He threw 190 yeah. punches around, even probably more, and still didn't get rid of him. You know? uh, if Conor goes that way, he's going to walk onto him. There's no yeah. question he's going to walk onto him. Yeah. And don't, let's be honest though, Mayweather can hit. There's no question he can still yeah, he can miss. He's not the greatest punch in the world, but he's not the worst either. You know, so I the know, I mean, <laughs> all you do is catch Connor on the chin as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, Connor's been rocked in the days fights. Yeah, you know? I always when I'm looking at, but I'm looking at Connor's fights as well. He does suffer terribly from fatigue, I yeah. think, as well. You know, I remember I think a lot of that has, with the MMA has been big weight cuts. Yeah, of course. Uh, so how his training camp is on this one, it'll yeah. all depend on how yeah. I think he's fatigued. And you can see be. that. You can yeah. see all of a sudden, how yeah. the hell is he making ten and yeah. a half stone? Yeah. And he, he's the size he was, you know. Yeah. But the bottom line with it is as well, is he, you know, he has to get his weight right. Yeah. There's no question about it. If he doesn't get his weight right, he's, he's dead. You know, he's dead, he's dead man walking. You know, he has to, you know, he has to be on his weight now, basically, you know, it's two yeah. weeks now. Yeah. So you're basically, you know, the, the golden rule in boxing is you have to be on your way three weeks before you fight. Well, he's one week away now. Yeah, so so he has to be on his weight. So, and I think he, he, he will be, I don't think he's going to fall into that trap. It's, you know, who's doing his corner? It's Coach Kavanagh. It's still the same. Already, yeah. and uh, Artem Lobov, as I know, is the three. But okay. there's supposed to be a fourth person, but we're not sure. Like, think is there an actual expert boxing? No. That's they, what I'm worried they, about. It's yeah. his own they have camp. Their, they, yeah, winging it. They have their own, obviously, philosophy and strategy behind what they're doing. Yeah. Now, after the 26th of August, we know whether it's been correct or incorrect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The stewards and Corey will be out then. Um, Okay, it's not the way I would have done it. Yeah. If I was his coach, um, as I said to you earlier, when we, we bring our guys f uh, for a sparring, I bring, if you, w you want to learn something, you go to experts. Yeah. So if I want my guy to be a good boxer, I bring him to a boxer to learn to be an expert. Yeah. You're not going to learn something like that over a couple of six weeks. That's years of training. Yeah. The movement, the, the, the dodging, the weaving, the, the, the ducking in underneath. The same way, it, you know, it's easier for Connor to transition into boxing than it would be for Mayweather to transition oh, MMA. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because we do train boxing, but we don't train it to the level of a boxer. Yeah. So no. could that be potentially their tactic? Is the rough diamond the awkwardness mm. that it's he's not going to be orthodox? Where Mayweather could compute and is the like yeah, that's yeah, one well, of the things he's yeah, good at. Yeah, is yeah. he's mm. a genius, so he, he can, he's going to come in like a stone and not a diamond. He's yeah. not going to look. The polished article is going to be unpolished. Funny angles. Funny angles to try and throw Mayweather yeah. off his game. Because, I mean, it, it, as I said to you, there's a lot more riding on Mayweather. Yeah. It's 49 and 0. If he's beaten by a, a guy that's never won a professional boxing match in his life, that's not very good for boxing and the 49 people before him. No. Destroys everything. Yes, destroys yeah. the whole yeah. lot. So there's a lot more. I think the pressure is on Floyd more so than Connor. Connor can go in and, and play and a game. And that's the answer to it as well. That's why this shouldn't really be happening. Okay, it shouldn't really be happening because other sports shouldn't clash with other sports. GAA don't clash with rugby. Yeah. Rugby don't clash with soccer. You know, boxing and mixed martial arts should not clash with one another. You know, we're total, total different spectrum of the of the. But that's that's um, just me. That's why it's a show, not a fight. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, you know, absolutely. It's a totally show. agree, Tony. Yeah, yeah, totally agree. Just on their camps, is there anything to read from all the stuff that was leaked out from their camps, or is that just part of the show? Bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with yeah. that. It's all just pure too. hype to yeah. sell tickets. Sell more, sell more tickets. He, he, he knocked down Canelo, or yeah. who, did he, who was he sparring? Sorry, uh, uh, Paul Dillard. Yeah. Um, I'd knock down Manager. You know, he's like, come on, like, 
Well, well he's lost his last four fights. Yeah, he's been yeah, out of the yeah, game for so many yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just got off a plane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if he can inspire me in the boxing club, I'd, I'd take him out. You know I mean? And I'm not being big headed. Yeah, no, no. no, but you so, see, you have to understand again, the leaking of that is to sell, sell oh, more tickets. Yeah, see, yeah. At the end of the day, I mean, they need to sell Connor to the boxing community. Yeah, so yeah. they have to convince the boxing community that Connor can fight boxing. Yeah. yeah. For them to support, Connor's already got the MMA. It's in his mind as well. I'm not yeah. dropping him. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So Alison, which I said earlier on in the interview, the worst boxer is the fellow who thinks he's better than what he is. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So don't get filled here. You know, because yeah. if he's knocking down Imaginali, like what's who's Mayweather fighting? Yeah. Baron, right? Yeah. You just don't know. Yeah, because I mean? yeah, it has to be it has to be so like that because there was a, a yeah. leak yesterday that allegedly Zab Judah knocked out Mayweather and yeah. it's just Mayweather's old and he's aging. Well, this fella, that's the way they're yeah. selling it. Yeah. There's a yeah. chance and yeah. we're all going to get sucked in because they yeah. I mean they have to sell the tickets. Yeah. I mean, it's not that they they're not they don't need to sell the tickets to the MMA world. Yeah. They're yeah. sold. Yeah. Yeah. It's the yeah, boxing, boxing community yeah. they have to sell it Absolutely. to. So they have to convince the boxing community that Connor can box. Otherwise, they're not buying tickets. Yeah. Connor's <laughs> going to get into that ring and he's going to think he's walking down O'Connell Street. Yeah. Okay. Because the, the, the support yeah. that the Irish give for any sport yeah. is immense. And yeah. like, I'm sure like, there is going to be 95% Irish in that arena. You know, and he's going to get some. He's, he's probably going to come in first to the arena as well. Yeah. Because there's no way he's going to let yeah. him take oh, the glory. Yeah. You know? So. He'll wait out there five ten minutes after the you know the, the rackets has, has gone. You know he'll keep him waiting. He'll keep him waiting, and then he'll come in. You know, yeah. and and that's the bottom line. You know, I just hope this fight is not orchestrated. Yeah, in well, a sense that when you have a bit of a fear. Yeah, yeah. I, said, I don't. You said, said that, and, and half I, me is like, at least yeah. it's on tape. Yeah. So if it is, yeah. I have a, a small fear. Well, that McGregor's going to look it, respectable, but yeah. then be put to bed. Well, yeah. well, I was speaking to people in the boxing community not too long ago said they they had inside information we're in certain camps but like people everybody yeah. is a friend of everybody now with this game yeah. yeah so but what they did say that they felt mayweather would carry connor for a couple of rounds to make it look respectable yeah. right and then they can go for part two make more money literally that's what he said Tony, I, don't think they'll sell it. I don't think they'll sell it i don't, I don't think they'll sell think, a second yeah, fight yeah. i think that's no, why that's they're going after so we may have view cinemas now yeah. Yeah. selling a big screen show yeah. now, when did I'm you ever hear them um, ever do that before no, no, so everybody no. is going to make big money out of this and yeah. it's a one-off opportunity yeah. in my feeling tony i'm going to ask you firstly for uh your prediction and in what way i think it'd be a decision by flight okay yeah michael connell will be lucky to get past seven rounds lucky to get past seven rounds yeah go on dave i'll, I'll ask you for yours I definitely think Mayweather's the 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 conductor of this. He could go to twelve and yeah. tie with him. He could. I think he can do whatever he wants. Yeah. I do definitely think McGregor has to do something very early and very fast. But it, I, it's literally it's all it's up to Mayweather in my opinion. Yeah. So I, he can do it in any way. I just think he's going to win, and he can. See, I think if you actually looked, if you go back to Connor's fight with Diaz, the second fight, yeah. he was beaten. Uh, Diaz was beating Connor when he kept his distance and yeah. striking from a distance. But when he moved into clinch, he gave Connor the escape room. Yeah. Floyd is not going to move into clinches because no. that's not his fighting style. So I don't think he's going to allow. So he's actually going to play on. But remember as well, you get a lot of breaks in, in, in that five minutes of, of fighting. You're looking at one yeah. another quite a lot. You don't do that in boxing. You know? mm. It's constant, constant, yeah. constant for three minutes. Okay. So 
Connor's fitness yeah. has to really be there because uh, if it's not there, yeah. he's not going past seven. Yeah. And, and I mean it. Now the bottom line with that is as well, you know, if Connor doesn't take him out when he has a chance to take him out, he's he's an insult to boxing. Yeah, and he should never be allowed to fight again. And that's the bottom line. He's, if he has a chance to take him out, he has take to take him out. out you know. Yeah. And take him out and put him to bed, you know. Yeah. And if he doesn't do that, then he's a total insult to boxing. Do you think Mayweather like the the sport is as much a value as the money? So, oh, absolutely. Like it's not that our reputation is on the line here. Yeah, it's not. You know, because but would he respect the game enough to to finish him when he should? The argument with, with Mayweather is he respects nobody. He, that's why he's called money he, Mayweather. He, he, he you know? respects so, money. That's yeah. it. So he's making and money on this. The bottom line with him is no. he doesn't care. Yeah. You know? yeah, if he takes if he takes that title, if he takes that fifteen zero. He eclipses, you know, Rocky Marcello. Um, I think he wants that title. He wants to be put down as the greatest fighter yeah, of all time. Yeah. And by doing this, he, he probably never will be. And people say, ah, but he's fighting Conor McGregor for 50 now. So you have to fight under, you know, underachievers at the start of your career. The only thing is, he's fighting the underachiever. And I don't mean to be bad to yeah. Conor. Yeah. But he's fighting an underachiever in his last fight. Yeah. Rather than his first fight. Yeah. You know, so. But he's fighting a fellow who knows how to fight. You know, he's, he's fighting a fella who has every belief in himself and they're the dangerous ones they truly are Sonny Liston absolutely planked himself fighting Muhammad Ali because yeah. he thought he was fighting a madman right? and when you think you're fighting Eubank a madman yeah, you yeah. don't know what's going to happen you, you don't Just know like what's going to happen he doesn't un <laughs> underestimate the Irish no yeah. and, I, 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 <laughs> yeah. and then when it's, I mean Connor, as I say you're going to have a, a stadium full of Irish people there yeah. so Kind of, blinks, weather, yeah. kind of blinks he gets in an in applause. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. End of story, you know. So, so now don't remember mm. as well, lads. Mayweather's always come into arenas being the underdog. Yeah. Mayweather's mm. always been the guy who's yeah, not liked. Yeah. He's always the guy who's come off. He's the bad on guy. Top. When he boxed Pacquiao, when he boxed Hatton, yeah. when he boxed De La Hoya, he was the ball boy. He was the, he was the baddie. Yeah. He still came out the goodie, you know. So, so he tries, I, isn't that? I can't see him going, going into this fight. Surrounding his 49 and 0. No. No. So, no. after all this, what do you make then? Well, I think it's exactly what everyone says. They know what it is, but they still want to see it. Yeah. And that's yeah. it. Uh, Connor's a clever guy, so I, you can't, I don't underestimate him totally. I, I, you know, as you said, there's tricks, mind games, and all that sort of stuff. You don't know what he has up his sleeve, but Mayweather should murder him. And that's, <laughs> that's the verdict I think everyone has, really, yeah. isn't it? Okay, we'll leave it there, guys. I think we could have talked all day and we could have went on to other subjects and had a few points but uh, some of us have to go home uh, thanks very much Michael thanks very thank much you. Tony thank you guys Dave thanks very much for coming in pleasure as always thank you, thank you.